Hey there, and welcome to the Terrence Fisher Podcast. So let's talk about how to find your purpose. And finding your purpose is one of these concepts that gets thrown around a lot. You hear it a lot. You hear people say, you know, you have a purpose or you should be looking for your purpose or, you know, something to the extent of you won't be happy until you find your purpose, things like that. And because of that, you have a lot of people searching for this, you know, thing or this, you know, this concept that will give their lives meaning. And because of that, of course, a lot of conjecture gets thrown around about the subject, a lot of misconceptions and all of that kind of stuff. So I want to talk about that now and give you a bit of context and direction as it concerns finding your purpose. So what is purpose? I mean, what does it mean to have purpose and to find your purpose? Well, I think a good way to describe having purpose for your life is a set of circumstances or a particular type of reality or realities that you assign meaning to that's going to give meaning back to you and give purpose to you. And this is really important because I think there's that give and take relationship, something that you're going to put, you know, time, energy and resources in and something that is equally going to be mutually beneficial to you in terms of bringing you joy, peace, happiness and all of that good stuff. And ideally, it's something that not only brings you joy, peace and happiness, but also brings those emotions and feelings to other people. So in discovering the thing or things that you're going to have this relationship with, there's always a lot of misconceptions that come up with trying to do that. So I want to talk about a few of those now. And one of the main misconceptions that I see all the time is this idea that there is only one purpose. Like you find this one thing and this one thing will forever bring you joy, peace and happiness and meaning and all of this kind of stuff. And I think that's a very, very dangerous way of going about discovering purpose, because I think that purpose can be not only one thing or one set of criteria or one particular reality, rather, but it can be multiple things and it could be different things at different time periods. So you may find purpose in something as a 20 year old. You may find another purpose in something as a 30 year old. And sometimes those things may not be compatible with each other. Hopefully they are and ideally they are, but they may not necessarily be. So finding purpose with a particular thing when you're in your 30s may cause you to have to give up the thing that you found purpose in in your 20s. And that's just part of that reality. So I think that's something that we need to understand when we go into this quest to find meaning and purpose for our lives, that it's not something that's singular in terms of that. It's just going to be this one thing that's going to you know, give you 100 percent of your meaning and purpose and that you're going to have this give and take relationship like I described in the definition. Sometimes it's, you know, it's more than one purpose. It's multiple purposes. It's multiple things that you develop that sort of relationship with. And another misconception, which I think by far is the most common misconception, is this idea that purpose is going to be given to you in some sort of way. 
So like there's this idea that there's this sort of chalkboard or whiteboard in the sky with your name on it and purpose and behind purpose, it spells out the things that are your purpose specifically for you. You know, like John Doe, accountant, Jane Smith, doctor, you know, things like that. There's this idea, again, that purpose is just handed to us in some sort of way. And that's just simply not true. And not only is it not true, I would go so far as to say that it's particularly dangerous to look at it from that particular angle. Dangerous in the sense that you waste a lot of time. You you're kind of going toward this endless goal of looking for something that's not there. And then, you know, you wake up one day and you finally realize, wow, there's no chalkboard in the sky with my name on it. Nobody's going to hand me this. You know, if I want purpose, this is something that I'm going to have to do myself. And that really is true. It's us who gives meaning to the things that are in our lives. And it's us that decides how much and how long this particular set of circumstances is going to bring particular meanings to our lives. And another misconception that I see quite often is this idea that there are purposes or there's this hierarchy of purposes. And there are some purposes that are greater or better than other purposes in some way. And again, I think this is a dangerous way to look at finding purpose because this is nothing more than a comparison technique of saying that, hey, I'm doing this particular thing. The other person is doing this particular thing. And that particular thing that the other person is doing seems to be better. It seems to be greater in some sort of way, usually in sort of mundane, sort of vain sort of ways. But we look at the other person's purpose and say, well, mine is not that good or mine is not as good as his. And then that causes us to question what the things are we've given meaning and purpose to in our lives. And a lot of that comparison has to do with things like impact, you know, just by nature of criteria and circumstances in the world that we live in. Some things are more visible than others. So, for example, if I choose a career of, say, being a, a doctor who travels to other countries to help sick children and things like that, that's something that's more visible than, say, a person finding purpose in teaching private swimming lessons at a local swimming pool. And it gets understandably easy to look at the doctor who's, you know, traveling the country and traveling the world and making lots of money. It's easy to look at that person's purpose and say, oh, my God, their purpose is better or greater than mine. I'm just this swimming pool teacher who teaches kids how to swim. You know, I'm maybe living paycheck to paycheck or just not making that much money or as much money as the doctor. And we compare circumstances like that and Again, it tends to make us question what it is that we've assigned meaning to, you know, teaching kids how to swim has brought this particular person much happiness and much joy. But then that joy starts to diffuse or, you know, taper off when he starts comparing that to the doctor who is making lots of money and traveling the world. So we tend to let the results of the purpose matter more than the purpose itself. And that's really important. I'll say that again. We tend to make the results of the purpose 
matter more than the purpose itself. So what are some ways to go about finding your purpose and discovering your purpose or assigning meaning to things in your life? Well, first, I think it's important to start with a few basic concepts, concepts like human interaction. What we have discovered, what psychologists have discovered, is that human interaction is very important. And the things that involve human interaction are the things that brings the most joy and meaning and purpose to our lives. I mean, if you were to ask, say, an 85-year-old person, you know, to look back over his or her life and tell you the things that have brought them the most joy, it almost always deals with something pertaining to other people and human interactions or helping or assisting people in some sort of way. So I think that's a good start. I think that's a foundational thing to start on when you're looking for purpose. You know, look for things that involve helping and assisting other people, because those are the things that bring us the most joy as humans in our lives. And another basic concept that follows right along with that is making sure that whatever you're assigning purpose to is something that's not hurting other people or something that's not going to potentially hurt other people or something that's not meaning to hurt other people. And I know words like hurt are very subjective. I mean, you could literally be traveling the world, saving kids every day, and somebody would be offended by the way you do it or something like that. But generally speaking, you know, just making sure that it's something that not only helps people and brings other people joy so that joy is returned to you, but something that's also not intentionally hurting other people, something that's not intentionally selfish or self-centered in some sort of way that, you know, may be offensive or may hurt other people in some way. And one of the specific ways that I think you can go about finding your purpose is to think about how it is that you want to be remembered once you leave this earth. What are the things that you want to be known for? What are the things that you want to have people say about you when you're no longer here? You know, do you want people to say you were a good person, a kind person, a loving person, a caring person, a generous person, anything like that? If those are the things that you want, then that's sort of a gauge of things that you can start today assigning meaning to, assigning meaning to being kind to people and caring and loving and generous to people. That's putting meaning in things. And that's something that's very, very, very valuable. And the good part about that is that these concepts like generosity and kindness and caring and all of that kind of stuff are sort of umbrella terms. And you can branch those out in whatever ways you want. There's, you know, millions of ways to be generous and millions of ways to be caring. And that's the cool part about it. You can do it in multiple ways. So you could do it by, you know, just helping out homeless on, you know, on a regular basis. But you can also do it by just simply being kind to people on a regular basis, things like that. So there's ways that these sort of concepts can branch out. So just think about how you want to be remembered once you're no longer here and let those things gauge you. Now, another way to discover purpose and assign meaning to things is to think about 
the things in your life right now that other people in your life appreciate about you. And you can match those things up with things that you already enjoy doing that bring you happiness and joy and peace and all of that good stuff. And you can match those two ideas up. So what are the things that other people say most about you that are your best qualities? What are your closest friends and your family saying about the things you're doing? Are there particular things that they say, hey, you're really good at this or, you know, you should be doing this for a living or you should be helping other people or you should put this out or you should do those kind of things. A lot of times these things like this are giving us sort of hints of things that we can assign purpose and give meaning to. And also another thing to do is think about the struggles and the pains that you've had in your life that you have overcome and the things that you've sort of conquered and moved past in your life that may be beneficial to others that also you have a passion about now. I see this a lot of times with fitness experts. So, for example, they were, say, overweight or unhealthy or something like that. And they spent years or spent, you know, a significant amount of time overcoming this particular health problem that they had or particular weight problem that they had. And now they are really passionate about, you know, staying that way, staying healthy, staying fit and also helping others do that. And of course, that's sort of a classic example about it. But that could be true with anything. You know, what pains and struggles did you go through in high school, in college, whatever point in your life that you've come past something or that you've conquered and moved on from and learned a great deal from can be something that can be service to others and something that you can find meaning and assign meaning and purpose to in your life. And one important thing to note and remember about finding your purpose and the techniques for finding your purpose is that they sometimes take time. I know we live in a sort of fast paced society now where things or we expect things to happen very quickly. We want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days and all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes concepts like this take longer. Now, of course, the techniques here that we talked about here today will likely help that process along a whole lot faster. But again, sometimes it still may take some time. So if you're searching for purpose and you're trying to assign meaning to things in your life, give it time. Try out some things. Try out some of the things that we've talked about here today. Try out some of the things that you've conquered and try to turn those into your passions and give meanings to those. And then find out if that's what you really want to stick with long term in that. It may not be the case. For some people, these things come a lot faster than others. Some people, it takes years. Some people can do it, you know, in a week and find their purpose at a young age, maybe. Some people find purpose in their 50s and 60s. So you should be aware that sometimes that this takes time. Now, granted, again, if you actively go out and try to find it, I think personally, and this is just my personal opinion, that it will take a whole lot less time than, you know, dealing with the misconceptions of things like waiting for it to fall out of the sky. And, you know, again, that whole chalkboard or whiteboard in the sky with your name on it, with a purpose on it kind of thing. That's the process that takes a whole lot longer than actually actively trying to discover your purpose for yourself. And I think that discovering your purpose will bring you that joy 
that peace, that happiness, that fulfillment that you may have been looking for and searching for your whole life. So go out now and start actively trying to discover those things. And when you do, I think you will discover a whole new perspective on life and you'll have a joy like you have never had before. Hey, to all of you who are already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you so much. And if you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in this episode's description or you can visit anchor.fm slash Terrence Fisher to become a monthly supporter. Again, that address is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash T-E-R-E-N-C-E dash F-I-S-H-E-R. And you can become a monthly supporter today. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.